You are listening to Deeper Roots, a podcast to help equip the members of New Branch Community Church to glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, visit newbranch.com. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ken. Hey, we're back. Is there anything? So we're, we're, yeah. So we're, we're, we're working it out. Is this thing on? <laughs> Welcome to Deeper Roots. Uh, we are back for another episode, and what are we talking about today, Matt? Uh, mission together. Mission together. We got a straight answer from him. I was not expecting a straight answer there. No, no sarcasm here. I'm... What is mission together? So I would uh, dis- mission together. I would describe that as going with the gospel, seeking to go with the gospel together with other believers. So you're talking about evangelism, evangelism specifically, specifically. Yes. Yes. not exclusively, but primarily. That's the aim. That's the aim. So are we talking about doing service projects together? Um, wow, now we're getting, we're getting deep. I think, I think, I think we, uh, well, here's the deal. I think everything. Well, can you do service projects with an aim towards evangelism? Yes, because I think any of us that, any of us as Christians, uh, with anything that we're doing, like when when we're walking with the Lord and we're healthy and whatever, anything that we're doing, like we would love to be pointing people to Jesus through what we're doing. It would we would want anything I could go to, to, that we're doing to ultimately point to Jesus. But we can also do we can also do service projects without Absolutely. the aim towards evangelism, and we want to we want to discourage yes. that. Yes, but sometimes service project is the relationship building, like pre evangelism. Yes. So it's yeah, it can be. It can be the That's what I call it, yeah. yeah, it can be the it can be the way of, and you could do that with you could do that with other non-believers, and those might be the people that you're seeking to share the gospel with. The people that you're working, you can go do Habitat for Humanity with some non-believers, and you know be sharing the gospel side by side with that. So, so what are some what are some examples of doing mission together with an aim towards evangelism? I think that. Uh, some examples of doing that. I think that involves not us not going solo. So if we back up a little bit, one of the one of the uh, one of the advantages of seeking to do when, when, most of the time when we talk about evangelism in the church, what people hear is I need to go by myself to my circle of friends, mm. and I need to share the gospel with my circle yeah. of friends. And for some people, that's scary. For some other people, yep. it's like okay. But, um, and, and there is a sense in which that's still true. We're not taking that pressure off, but there is a sense in which that's still true. Right. Um, however, when we're also talking about, hey, partner together with other people in your base group, other people in the church, but especially other people in your base group, and you guys go together to, to share the gospel, uh, there's a sense in which there's a encouragement and boldness in, that comes from that. Um, so I would, say, I would say it's actually one of the... Um, it's actually more of what we see in the New Testament is people doing mission together. Jesus sends the disciples out two by two. Uh, Paul goes on ministry with a team. But we do see solo evangelism like Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. But most of the time what we see is people going together and doing mission together. So, um, yeah. So, so, um, so we're saying um, we want you to have a heart for the people in your neighborhood. We want you to think of God placing you in your subdivision, in your neighborhood, on your street, as a missionary to seek to reach those people in your neighborhood with the gospel, but perhaps consider how to leverage the relationships in your, com- in your base group 
to help you with that. Yeah. So what are so what are some of the practical parts of that? Yeah. How how could you, Matt? Let's say you guys are meeting in your base group. You wanna you wanna reach your neighborhood. How would you how how can you leverage your base group to help with? Hey, can I interject? No, you yeah, can't. I can't. I do it anyway. No, um, the uh, the this is serve weeks happening this week. By the time the podcast drops, this is after. But we're doing mission together for, during serve week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Three practical ways I think to answer your question, Ken. Um, before Tyler rudely interrupted me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, I, I, so I think one thing, well, part of what's going on right now there in Serve Week is there's an evangelistic Bible study going on. So let's just say I was, uh, I thought, wow, I've got great people around me that I could, that I could engage with with this. I think we, so I might ask my base group to pray for that, and I might ask somebody from the base group to come and help me with that. Would somebody here like to help me lead an evangelistic Bible study? Or maybe, you know, we're going to, you know, any of those uh, base group members' houses and, and doing that. And so I'm going to go and help. Uh, I think another way <clears throat> might be something um, uh, as simple as I'm seeking to engage these this one family in my neighborhood. I'm going to have them over for a cookout. And I strategically ask another family in the base group to come over that night. So I'm hosting, you know, another family uh that I'm hoping to build a relationship with, and I'm asking this these people in the base group to help. Um, I, I do think, uh, I personally, I don't know, I mean, Tyler, you've done this a lot, so you might could speak into this, and I'll, and I'll offer one other one. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think I want to um, make it out like I've uh, set somebody up. You know, yeah. I've got like five families from the church, and we had them over, and we strategically set them up. Yeah, and I think yeah. that all comes in how you're like, Right. how you're like inviting people to exactly. think but like i can invite people to cook out and at my house and i can right. invite whoever i want my i set the guest list i invited right. my church friends i invited my neighborhood friends right. so right. um that's those are the people that i'm around and whatever but if you're like hey you're coming over to the neighborhood thing and then all of a sudden it's like a bunch of church people and matt gets up to start preaching then yeah you just got set up yeah you know? then you got you got set up so sure yeah. So I want to be tactful. And then I think last, I think if I'm if I'm constantly sharing and I can think about somebody in our base group who has over the last year about somebody they're seeking to engage with the gospel. And when they showed up to church with that person, I'm like, oh, I know who that is. And, and I'm not being weird about it or anything, but I'm helping them now. You know, now I've gotten to interact with this person that we've been praying for uh, as they've been uh, seeking to share the gospel with them. And now they've come to church or come to a function with them. Uh, uh, we've, I'm going to be very strategic in the way I talk to that person, right? Uh, to try to help these other people in my base group point them to Christ. So I think that's three ways that just practically it could be something like evangelistic Bible study, something like, hey, help come over and let's let's engage uh, this family together, help me build a relationship with them uh, too. Yeah. I think, I, think, go ahead. I think sometimes our base groups can come alongside us to help us do something to meet our neighbors, which is kind of what we're going after this week right. with the serve week and right. something that I've seen in other base groups that we've been a part of is, hey, we'll do a movie night, we'll do a whatever, and the base group's there like doing the work of whatever's going on, uh, but the person who lives there is able to just meet neighbors and things like that. Right. So there's, there's ways that... Um, you, that our base group can even come alongside us and helping us meet our neighbors yeah. if we don't if we don't know them. Yeah. Well. I think we could also maybe back up a little bit and uh, reinforce that that yeah, this is one of the expectations of base group life. 
is is being on mission together um and so we we put that out there for uh serve week uh which by the time this airs is is done it's history and man the base group uh leaders and base groups uh responded great to that and lots of neat stuff is happening and so all, what we're saying is that, that that should continue keep it going um, you know, and that's, that's, sorry I mean, I'm, I'm the interrupter this episode that's all right we all have to have some kind of identity <laughs> yeah that's what happened in our in our base group we we threw out like some ideas for how we were going to do the base group night um and they were they threw out one idea two idea three ideas and then uh so we landed on one but then like a week later they're like hey we thought about it and we're also going to do something in our yard. We're just going to do it the following week. So we already got two of those. And then another yep. person was like, you know what, thinking about how I can engage my neighbors. Uh, and I was thinking maybe I should go across the street and help this person or whatever. I just decided I should just go across the street and help that person regardless, even if it wasn't the thing that we landed on for. Yeah. And so yeah, um, basically we just took our brainstorming list and they're, they're just starting to happen. So absolutely. Fine. We can do this kind of thing all like year round. Yeah. And, and so I think that what that's going to necessitate is to continue to have conversations about this at our gatherings, at our base group gatherings, Right. Uh, that, um, that part of our gathering time, and maybe it's not every week, but we need to have an ongoing, because there's logistics to, to pull these things off. And so we need to talk about them. We need to plan them out. Um, we we are in essence in our base groups we are little huddles of missionaries and we're uh we 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 are determining our mission strategy and those mission strategies are going to necessitate uh different projects and things for us to buy and plan and and that sort of thing and so um it's exciting it's exciting to to devote part of our base group gathering to talking about how we're going to uh, accomplish our mission. And I, I think that that is exactly what we want people thinking about. When I do the evangelism class with foundations, uh, I, I ask people to imagine that they were, that the Tim people in the class or something like that, that they were a church planting team dropped into such and such place. How would you go about, like you were there just to plant a church. How would you go about living your life? What, what are the kinds of things that you would be doing? What are the ways that you would order your life? And that's the same kind of conversation that we can have in base group. Like if I'm here to go with the gospel, then what are some of the things that we can be doing to meet people, to engage them, to provide venues for them to ask questions, to provide places to, one of the things about, uh, to, to pivot slightly, one of the things about doing mission together is that you can utilize the different gifts of the body. Uh, that, you know, you might not be the person that is super comfortable answering all the your friends questions but you might be in base group with someone like that and so you say hey why don't we go get some chicken wings and you can ask questions and you know meet my friend meet my friend matt and he'll answer all your questions so i I think i think we display the true communal nature of the body of christ when we're on mission yeah i mean that that's that's when we see it because then um, the different parts of our body, the arm, the leg, the eye, the foot, are doing their different functions in order for us to accomplish our mission. We see that when we're on mission. And so if we're not on mission, we're not seeing that displayed. 
And so that's a, that's a huge, um, uh, benefit and reason to pursue this. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Accountability too. I mean, you know, if your base group just, if you brought that up, Hey, will you guys pray for me? They're probably going to ask you about it. That's just good accountability, like mm-hmm. for you to follow up and continue to seek to engage somebody. And so anyway, I think that's just another practical way to build into the rhythm. If it's just general rhythm in the base group of who are you pursuing with the gospel? So one of the things that we that we did um, for Easter this year is we encouraged folks to write down the names of some folks that they felt like the Lord was leading them to engage in a gospel conversation and um, and to pray for them and to look for those opportunities. Um, and I think that's something that we would encourage folks to continue uh, to have uh, the names of one to three or you know at least one to three folks that you're praying for in your spheres of influence outside of your family outside of your family um these could be folks that you work with folks that are in your neighborhood folks that are just in the community whatever um so how how does so what we're talking specifically about is is something that uh that maybe um folks in our group are doing together but um but I'm, I'm the only one in my office having a relationship with this coworker of mine. So how do we leverage, how do we leverage biblical community for that? And And that's part of what we're going after as well. When we talk about mission together is we're going after encouraging, encouraging and providing that accountability and prayer, prayer support and all of those kinds of things to those places that my office is in Tucker. Um, You know, that's, that's a ways away. So, uh, my base group's not coming with me to the office, um, so that's the, the, a lot of those relationships um, are not. They're not. It's not going to be things that we do together. Um, maybe, but most likely not. So, um, so asking those questions. Hey, how you said you were gonna? You said you were gonna try to go to lunch with that coworker. Did it, mm-hmm. did that work out? Um, hey, I'm praying for you as you go to the lunch with that coworker. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things. That's still spurring each other on towards. Um, mission, and in that regard, you're you're not alone in that. You're you you're you're going after it together. Yeah. Well, and I think I think I think one of the things that that puts on display too is people get to see uh, f- folks. If we if we invite folks into, um, uh, let's let's say I'm trying to reach my neighborhood, and I've got you know uh, maybe a couple of families from my base group that are are there with me they're seeing that they're seeing the body of christ on display and um we've talked about that before that that our community the love that we have for one another jesus says you know they'll know that you are my followers my disciples if if you have love for one another and that love has to be on display they have to see it and so that's a that's a way that they could see it our community can be an apologetic for the gospel. Yeah, I think that's a biblically prescribed apologetic that, that the way that we love each other, that the way that, uh, that that the family of God takes care of one another ought to be different and countercultural to other other things uh, uh, around us. So that ought to that ought to invite people in um, is is that love that we have for one another and the diversity of our groups. You know, hey, is that was that your grandfather, or was that your kids, your parents, or something like that? No, that's a that's a brother from church that's yeah. here. Yeah. We're we're close to that. I, I think I think um, you know as I talk to folks, um, even within our own base group, um, 
there there is there is a general agreement that yes this is good this this is right we we should do this uh, there seems to be less of um, uh, an understanding of what what is that how do we do it like what what we've mentioned a few of them cookout um, but maybe we should spend a little bit more time helping to kind of fill in the gaps of what are ways that we can accomplish this and, and what does it actually look like in real life? What I do on that question is I punt entirely. And this is what I say, because uh, I've had this conversation before and I gotta say that it doesn't, and this is, comes back to a little bit of my own story and journey in all of this. Um, what the, what I say on that and I did it in an evangelism class is my, my, strategy for you to start reaching out and being evangelistic meeting people or whatever is pray ask god what you should do do that and then rinse and repeat like because the thing what, what the, my own and i recognize that we can go into more practical things and be a little bit more helpful but if we start there praying and asking god what should we do and maybe the lord put something on your heart then try that and it might work it might be a, it might not work and you just debrief and you say you know what let's try something different next time um, but the way that it looks for everyone else to to meet people it's going to look totally different uh it's going to it's going to look different for every group and so um, depends on who you're, what kind of circles of influence you're in. Um, it might be, uh, depends on your life stage and all of that. So, you know, I can, I can host a movie night on my lawn to meet my neighbors. Um, but it might be weird for, you know, a single dude from our church to do the same kind of thing. That's true. Yeah. So, um, but pray, pray, ask God what you should do and pray together as a group <clears throat> yep. and then do that. And then if it works well, then, you know, like ask God what you should do next. And that's what, that's where, that's what some of the things that in relationships that we've built, that's where they come from, from just me going on a prayer walk and saying like, I don't even know any of these people on my street. I don't even know any of them. What can I do? Well, let's try this. Um, so I think, I think when we want to, this is why I say I put on it. I think when we want to do something, when we desire to do it, when we're like really motivated to do it, we figure out the how to go about doing it. And so we just need to be like deeply convicted about our need to go with the gospel and the reason that we want to go with the gospel and the glory of God and all of that. And then we can figure out some of the practical steps about the how. We figure out the how. Now I feel bad for asking the question. Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you, so you don't ask good questions again. No, no, that that's that's really, really good. So I'll, I'll, I'll add on to that. So... um Yes. So I ask for examples and I get pray about it and, and want, but I can give you God. No, I agree. No, 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 no. Um, but so I, I want to dial in though to the debrief and what try next. So one of the things that we, when we went through, um, you know, a, a further discussion about this a couple of years ago, uh, we provided the criteria for that debrief and that might be helpful to go, to go back and look at. Um, we, we talked about, and we've mentioned it already, that the aim here is evangelism. Evangelism happens when we open our mouth and what comes out of it is gospel truth, right? So we're talking about sharing the gospel. So that would be one of those criteria that we ask ourselves in the debrief. All right, we did this together. We pursued mission together. Um, 
did this provide us an opportunity to share the gospel? Could it possibly lead to an opportunity to share the gospel um, and, and do some evaluation along those lines? If, if, we, if we do that evaluation and the answer is, you know what, that's really not going to lead to that. You know, it, we're, we're just, we're, we're providing food to this shelter, but the way they did things, it really wasn't allowing us to, to have any interactions with folks. And so maybe we're going to adjust next time and do something differently or a different way. So that's one. Does this allow us the opportunity to, to share the gospel, ver- verbalize the gospel, and is there a pathway to sharing the gospel through it? Uh, that's one criteria. The other thing that we said is that we want to pursue things that are relational, not institutional. And so w- w- what do we mean what do we mean by that? What do we mean that we want to pursue things that are um, uh, a relational engagement, not programmed or institutional project? Well, I think we mean that if uh, Matt hosts a movie night at his house, um, that the bakers are hosting a movie night and it's not like you know movie night brought to you by New Brands Community Church or something like that. And uh, it means that we are, primarily after like we do all of these other things um so that we can meet people and uh and meet people with the aim and people sometimes say oh they're a project or whatever with the aim of pointing them to jesus if they don't know if they don't know jesus then pointing him to jesus but i i if you call that being a pro like if you call that treating people like the project then i mean that's i would say that's my aim of living my life is to point everybody to jesus so if you if you think about like traditional outreach, traditional outreach might have the purpose of getting, getting you back them to the church, here, yeah. getting them in these four walls. And what we're saying is that's not the aim. We want to we we, we don't want to say folk to folks, um, you know, don't invite people to church. But we are saying that that's not the aim. The aim is to be able to sh- share the gospel, verbalize the gospel, and so that means it's the the intent behind it. The air behind it is is it's relational. This is not a project of New Branch Community Church. This is you reaching your neighbors. This is you building relationships with your coworkers. This is you um, seeking to, um, uh, you know, whatever whatever the, the the mission is. It's relational, not an institutional feel. We talk about like the events. We talk about the barbecue. We talk about the big things like that. The reality is, is that when we're when I'm participating in something like that, I'm participating in those kinds of things so that I can meet a family and then have a family over for dinner, or so I can meet somebody and then go like deeper with a person. So like that's a big, all of those things. It's not like hey, uh, I mean it's not bait and switch. We're I'm doing it to provide a, a good and a love and serve people and um, you know eat a hot dog and watch the movie or whatever. But the reality is, is that um, if I given the opportunity, I'd like to point everyone there to Jesus. Yeah. So um, that's what I mean by relational and and not institutional. And so and that that would be a third one. Does it it does it have that feel? Does it allow us to build relationships with the folk with with folks? Um, is is the is the primary intent these relationships, or is it about the church and about getting them here? And then the third one 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 was, uh, does it put community on display? Does this thing put community on display? And so the, we're, we're always going to be encouraging folks to, um, when you're on your own, be sharing the gospel and look for opportunities for gospel conversations and that sort of thing. But when we talk about pursuing mission together, we're, we're talking about, um, some means by which 
the, com- the biblical community that we talked about before that is an apologetic for the gospel is on display. So is it this, this thing that we, you know, we try rinse, repeat, you know, we're, we're evaluating it. Does it do that? If it doesn't try something else. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd say. I think it would also be notes on that community on display. The, um, what just thoughts on it? Yeah. We've got yeah, before man. I shift gears. Yeah. I'm trying not to be well, rude. I've already been rude twice. I'm trying not well, to be rude. Well, I would rude. like to. I was waiting on the right opportunity to interrupt you, but I hadn't felt it yet. But um, no, man, I think so. Uh, that That's huge. Yeah. I think if we can bring people in uh, to and give them opportunities to see see the life of the church in action, uh, our hope is, is that people would say, yeah, I want that. I want that. And I think uh, I love Jonathan Lehman's. Um, statement of, in uh, the book the rule of love or whatever it is that one of those more recent ones where he says you know and all and 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 they can have that you know it's just a simple um you know faith and faith and belief right repentance and belief and and they're and they're in the life of the church so so yeah i think it's huge and i think i think it's francis Schaefer that said that you know it's final apologetic for the faith is, is yeah i don't want to see see the life we're not the a particularly together. attractional church again we're fine with invites to, to Sunday mornings and whatever, not particularly right. attractional church, but we do want to have attractive community. Yeah, absolutely. Like our community, yep. like the, the relationships that we have should, uh, should be attractive. One of the notes that I wanted to make was when we talk about mission together, we're not always talking about the whole base group gathering together. We're talking about like the base group. Yes. Planning some things, but you might in the course of planning some things, you might say, hey, me and this one other person are going to partner in on this, mm-hmm. or me and these these two families are going to partner in on this, something along those lines. It's not, hey, every time we do something, we expect all 12, 16, you know, 30 people there at the thing, but it's... it's but they can all be involved in it, and, and I think that's what we're saying is, is um, you're a team of missionaries, and... Um, when you have a team of missionaries, not everybody's going to be going to this outline, you know, uh, village. Um, some of the folks are going to be doing some support roles for that. Some of the folks are going to be praying intentionally uh, for the people there and for what's happening. So everyone. So when you're planning, think through, all right, who's this going to involve? Because it involves everybody, but not everybody might not. Not everybody's going to be there. And, and that goes to part of, I think, what you were saying, Matt, is that. You know, if you're if you're doing a cookout in your neighborhood, maybe the dynamics of that would not be best if all 16 people in your base group were there, and the, and then you also had your next door neighbor, right? Right. So it might be best to have maybe one or two families there, uh, but the rest of the families are praying for it. Hey, we had this family over. Here's his name. Here's the conversation. And so, um, again, not that they're a project, but man, we we love our neighbors. We love them. We want them to experience life in Christ that we've experienced. Right. Um, and, and we know the truth of the gospel. We know the implications of sin and we want them to hear this. And so that compels us to, to pursue this. Yeah. This is the final word on the project piece. Like I think when you love people, when you actually are motivated by love for people, then I don't think that you really have to, to, to worry about treating people like projects. You treat people like projects when all you're looking is like a, someone else to notch on your belt or whatever. Right. Like to say, oh, I share the gospel with this or whatever. It's That's treating someone like a project. It's like, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not, uh, I think we should probably move away from the, the, this, the terminology of a project 
to more of intentionality. Yeah, I like that. It's a com- we pursue community through the means of intentional things that we do. Yep. And so we pursue mission together through intentionality. Yep. And we love people enough to intentionally plan to do it. Yeah. And absolutely. And I think, yep. and I think that that's the, the key is we, in our base groups, we need to be intentional, particularly coming off of serve where we have a, you know, a flurry of act, activity and all these ideas thrown up there. Find a time next month to do something else. Have, have, have take part in that uh, outline each week that gets sent out with base groups. That's talking about mission. Use that as, okay, now's our time to, to, to pivot to being a, a, a family of missionaries. It's mission missionary planning time. Is yep. that's happening um, each week. So yeah, yeah, good, I, good stuff. I, real fast, I can just think of several conversations around the table at our base group where somebody said, "Hey, I'm trying to share the gospel with this person. I mean, it's just you know what they're saying, and they're I'm not getting traction, and just people are speaking into that. Not yep. only just praying for it, speaking into it, and lights going off. Like I hadn't really thought about that before. That's a beautiful thing, and I've seen yeah. that happen multiple times in our in our group, and I'm. Yeah, it's encouraging. It's encouraging just to see, see, see people encourage one another and give one another. Yeah, that is mission together Great as well. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. So, so until next time. Well, let me interrupt you right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> until next time. Thank you for joining us on deeper roots. Deeper roots. <laughs>